Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Unlike Elon Musk, who wants you to pay $20 a month to be verified, we're going to verify for free the best and worst sports moments of the weekend. Stone the Banowitz, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I have been waiting all weekend to ask the only checkmarked Twitter account in this room what he thinks about the new owner of Twitter and his plans to rip money out of the pockets of one Theo Dorsey. I can't wait. Mm. I even told my wife yesterday, I can't wait to see what Theo thinks of this. And oh yeah, sports too. <laughs> Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the muggy and uncomfortable Intracoastal, just when you think we're heading into fall. Nope, summer comes back. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is the radio life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock, fresh off of the first ever wedding that he has attended in his entire existence. So uh, we'll hear what he thought of that later on in the show. And Monday means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He is the face of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And it is part one of his three days here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Theo, when did you get verified on Twitter? Man, that's a good question. Uh, it, I think it happened, it must have happened since I was here at ESPN West Palm, actually. I think I think it was in the past two years. Here's what happened, Stone. He got hired, I think, and WPTV paid the money PTV. to get him verified. PTV, my, it was after, yeah, you're right. It was when I was of with Of course, PTV. that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So it was at some point. And and this this speaks to how how have you and I never been verified? If we don't work for WPTV, how come the we can't open up the old purse strings here at ESPN well, West Palm? It doesn't cost. It does not cost to get verified. Yeah, he, I got verified for free. That's a, even worse. I'm then. a journalist. He gives people the I news. I'm I'm a respected source of information. I right? give people inter- well. <laughs> Sometimes you talk I like about to think I give people entertainment. Getting tangled. Yeah, it's true. All right. That's true. It's difference between me and you right I now. I do talk about my <laughs> package an awful lot. That's a great point. Still, for some, that might be entertaining. <laughs> point is that Theo is still kind of in his infancy as a good karma brands employee, WPTV, ESPN West Palm, but he's got the check mark. So what that means if you're not on social media, when you're on Twitter, you have a check mark next to your name. That means that that is the proof that you are that person. This person's not an imposter. If you see news being reported or a piece of information yes. from this person, you can trust them because he's him. Yes. He's him. Hemi Hardaway. Yeah. Or him Hardaway. Him Hardaway. Hemi so, Butler. So, <laughs> so Stone and I, we don't have that luxury. We're just counting on the fact that we are, are so nondescript 
that nobody's even going to try to get on social media and misrepresent us. We're just floating in the ether of irrelevance, and that's the way we like it. For sure. I even checked Dean Thomas, and he is not verified as and, well, and I think he's a little yeah. more trusted of a source than Mr. <laughs> yeah. Theodore. Far greater people to me. O.J. Simpson's not verified, <laughs> and he's, he actually requested Elon Musk change that. Certified so. murderer. Well, I guess allegedly. not in the courts, allegedly. He's not yeah. certified. Not in the courts, yeah. Not, you know there what? That's are what it certified is. murderers. That's what happened. If he was found guilty yeah. in a court of law, he would be verified. Yeah. My verified murderer. Yeah. Instead, he's just sort of assumed. Yeah. <laughs> assumed murderer. O.J. Simpson. Court. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in, in yeah. the civil courts. But again, that's not enough to get you yeah. a check. But I bring you to The Guardian. And Stone's boy, Eli Musk, has completed his 44 Billion dollar takeover of Twitter. Elon Musk, if you own a Tesla, say thank you, Elon, for my exploding vehicle. Here is from The Guardian. Elon Musk is considering charging Twitter users $20 a month or $240 a year for a blue Mm. tick on their account as the world's richest person prepares an overhaul of the social media platform. The Tesla chief executive is planning changes to Twitter's blue subscription service, including raising the $4.99 a month fee to $19.99. Users verified by the platform who carry a blue tick flagging them as an authentic source would have 90 days to sign up to blue or lose their checkmark altogether. Currently, Theo... It does not cost you anything to have your check mark by yeah. your name. It's very free, um, and that that is I like that. My bank account likes that. So say Elon Musk and Stone. I know you love him. I oh, know yeah, you I love do. Elon because boy, he's bringing us to Mars someday. Maybe, probably not. He's going to make a hyperloop in Vegas someday. Yeah, probably not. Uh, what does he do? Oh, he just has kids and is rich. Okay, fine, great. I didn't know people love Elon government Musk, subsidies. Though. No, Stone loves Elon. What Musk. What is the love That's for boy. Elon Musk? I mean, I think that the reason I love Elon Musk is that he goes after or doesn't like guys like Ken, right? Like the super pessimistic, <laughs> the people, the really contrarian folks. Like he likes straight shooters, and he yeah. likes people who are just built to contain, like the or handle all the weather no, and stuff. Right. Like he likes to shoot straight, mm. and and he likes to mm. make ish happen Mm -hmm. so i'm somebody who who kind of backs him votes for him Mm -hmm. because he's not afraid to say what he feels or Mm. anything like that like i said he goes after bots how did you really pessimistic people like the reason i don't like elon musk is because he's a phony because the guy who is the richest person in the world has made himself rich off of government subsidies but wants to talk about freedoms and talk about his his acute ability to do business when all he's done is take from the government over and over and over and over again because he's a phony that's why I don't like Elon Musk. But Stone's so, point stands. In, in a nutshell, yeah, it turns into a political argument. But in, in <laughs> no, I, no, and no. I also think there's that no has politics about I didn't about know Elon Musk 80. was political. There's oh, no, poli- there's oh, no politics a about man. it. He's a fraud. That has nothing to do with well, politics. One of the things that he's known for now is going after a certain side. And I, I think at times that I do get a crack out of that. Oh, no, and it does get a rise out of guys like means, that. No, it, it means spreading conspiracy theories. Oh, that's what conspiracy the, When Stone theorist, says that, it. that's what that means. Okay. Like Hillary Clinton body doubles. She actually died several years ago, and it wasn't her oh, at a debate wow. in 2016, according to Elon Musk. Elon Musk. And as Musk. he tweeted, just something to think about. And, so that's all I'm saying, Stone. And for uh, like another And thing, he did that four days ago after taking over Twitter. Wow. Mm-hmm. And for reasons that I can't publicly get behind because it would make me look bad, like he stands against a lot of the things that are now being pushed to the forefront of importance, which are absolutely not important at all. Mm. 
But again, that's stuff you can't get into. Publicly. No, you're right. Well, you can't get into no, it. No, no, that's true. Going to Mars is super important. No, there's it has, nothing. Well, it's some stuff to do with like the transgender community and stuff that you can't really touch, or stuff that gets really political but and Elon's just really big spiky. On that. He's big on that. He's big on a certain All side, right. and he's big at mm. just kind of. Clearing the clutter, getting rid of the nonsense that now is being, no, it's I guess, good. finding itself in our society. No, it's good. Transgender makes Elon Musk feel uncomfortable, and pictures of him shirtless make me feel uncomfortable when Elon sure. Musk looks like he's made of wax. Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy <laughs> mashed potato. I, 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 Elon Musk is such a lightning rod. And the funniest part about Elon Musk being a lightning rod is I'm just so oblivious. Like, I don't give a damn what Elon Musk is doing, but... Ken, back to your original uh-huh. point. Uh, are you going to pay $20 to... Oh, another <laughs> example of his, like. of his business acuity. He spent $44 billion on Twitter when its actual valuation was $21 billion. Wow. Yikes. So maybe that's Good why he's making people sense. pay. Mm. So th- that's why he's making people pay. <laughs> he does he's trying to make <laughs> money back. And all the while, he's going to spread anarchy because nobody's going to know if it's a trusted source or trusted person when a news-giving entity like Twitter has information out there in a world that's wrought with misinformation. He's yeah. going to make things way more chaotic. Are you getting more of a clear answer here? I see. Throwing no, a no, word no. rounds like anarchy and stuff, yes. how this could turn into the P word. So here's what I'll oh, say. Oh, yeah, we don't have any misinformation or problems with uh, truth and reality Once in this World. Get You're rid right. of the bots and make guys like Theo who are verified pay. Yeah, it's going to clear the clutter. They're going to be a lot more trusted sources why, out there. Why got making it, me it, pay? Why does making me pay the richest man in the world help not spread misinformation? Because you no, said because you don't care think about. It's awesome. You said you care about your wallet, right? You're not going to waste your time. You are yes. going to make that extra effort to be a trusted source. Is what I think. I'm not. There's your chance in hell. I'm glad. Theo's got sense. He's not going to give the richest person in the world his own money because the richest person in the world is trying to make back a fraction of what he overpaid for by $23 billion. (laughs) You paying, I trust you more. It's all about what I know something is worth. Like, growing up, I was my favorite cereal, Captain Crunch. Peanut butter crunch. Mm-hmm. I love Captain Crunch. Stop peanut five. butter crunch. I, every time I go yeah, to the store, that's pretty good. Top five. Yeah. All, all the way through high school, and then I get to college, and I'm, I'm my freshman sophomore year. I'm buying Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch, and it costs like three forty eight or something like that at the <laughs> grocery store. One day I go into the grocery store out there in Hampton, Virginia, where I was going to college at. I think this was my junior year. It costs like three ninety eight or something, like a fifty cent bump. I don't know inflation, right? I have not eaten Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch oh. since then. I'm a man out of, of principle, or I, just because you just can't out of afford principle. it. Out of <laughs> principle, I can afford 50, it, but you think, fifty cent bump. You're not gonna <laughs> hike the price on me for the same box of cereal and expect me to keep on purchasing. It. Stone, you know I get his point, but in that's, reality, that's really embarrassing. It, well, that's specific. Uh, I I'm agree. getting that specific right now. I agree, and I have I literally have not eaten that. And I kind of miss. Wow, it. I kind of miss Captain so, but, Crunch peanut you know, butter crunch. You, you didn't blame that on the state of Virginia or or, or the town that you were in, <laughs> no, possibly, or even Reese's, or even Reese's. The company. No, I don't. Is Captain Crunch? Because obviously Reese's? it came could from you, the top could you, down. Could you look up who I who think they're makes? Owned by Reese's. Okay, maybe it's not. I mean, it's, like General Mills. I was I don't gonna say. Know. I think it's General Mills. Yeah. Okay, let's look it up real quick, just so I can place Stand proper by. blame on why Theo has not had the uh, again. What is the it's exact been like a cereal? Decade. Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch. It's a bunch okay. of little peanut butter balls, and I mean, tastes great. You don't want to put too much milk in there. But they raised it by ninety cents. Fifty. 
They raised about 50. Oh, I mean, at this I mean, point, that's it's probably worse, like, for Christ's sake. I would have maybe gone with 90 for two years. It's probably like two more dollars at this point. But what I'm saying is they keep <laughs> raising the price of this thing, and I know what it's worth to me. And I'm just like, look, out of principle, I am not going to keep buying this cereal and supporting you guys hiking the price. It don't cost you more to so make those peanut butter balls. Where did you go? <laughs> When you left the Captain yeah, Crunch yeah, franchise. Yeah, I stopped next destination. Cereal. I have not eaten cereal in so long. Wait, he left cereal altogether. <laughs> I respect, so, I respect wow, it. I tell that story. Eggs. I tell that story to show you the how oatmeal. much. <laughs> yes, Porridge. like, this is how real this is to me right now. I am not paying for a Twitter verification. They went from zero to $20 a month. Like, Oh, Quaker Oats, yeah, by the way. Quaker, Quaker Oats. Oats. You turn your back on Quaker. Quaker back in the day. So that's family business. So you got to go after him. You're right. He didn't get involved in one of those meetings. Well, he left Quaker by the time they hiked the prices. For up. good reason. Yeah, yeah. No. For good reason. Our family, the Dorseys, we stand on something. <laughs> and when you hike the price of my favorite cereal about 50 cents, I'm leaving. You honestly could have used any other analogy or example. Yeah, it would have been better than that. He did that. Of my head. I, yeah. I, I didn't know this was coming right, right now. I'm going to buy him a box of that just to show. Try to win him over. Yeah, like Theo, you're not a poor anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can afford this, dude. I can't you're on TV. It. You got a blue check mark. I yeah, he's af- got a blue check mark for Christ's it's sake. It's principle, man. Like, look. The money he's going to save by not having the blue check mark anymore, he can put it towards <laughs> the okay. cereal. You know what? Maybe now I will go somewhere. back to eating Captain Crunch yeah. peanut butter crunch because I'd rather do that than pay $20 a month to for, a blue check. for a blue check mark. There, good. That's dead. I think that we have uh, we have carved out his path back <laughs> to cereal, period. <laughs> not just that cereal, but cereal, period. Nice. So let's talk about <laughs> verification, shall we? And this is free for all on your app, your ESPN app, or on the radio where you're listening to us right now. You don't have to pay a damn cent to verify the best and worst sports moment of the weekend. So me, Ken Musk, I am placing a blue check mark for free on the diminutive Hawaiian fireballer who yesterday Mm. had nearly 400 damn yards passing, which would have been for a second time this season. Three touchdowns should have been four if the officials did not blow the call on Sherfield in the second half and led a come-from-behind 31-27 victory over the Detroit Lions. That's to a tongue of Iowa. My verified best moment of the sports weekend because Stone, this dude was under control. There were no near picks because last week the likes of Mina Kimes and company wanted to count how many near interceptions the Steelers had to once again present another argument to diminish the man. And yesterday, Jason McIntyre of the big lead trying to do the same thing when he tweeted, oh, Lions 31st pass defense. Oh, okay, that's fine. Guess what? Tua through three quarters had more passing yards than any other quarterback had in a single game that the Lions have faced this <laughs> mm. year. So, Tua, you know what that's called? That's cooking. That man was in complete control. He's converting third and 13s. He's making touch passes like this one. In the second quarter yesterday, with the Dolphins down 10, but no panic, and throwing perfect balls like this to Jalen Watt. Tua looking deep. He's got a man. Touchdown! Number two for Waddle. And here comes the Waddle. And that was courtesy of CBS Tua Tungavailoa, the verified best thing to happen in my sports weekend as the Dolphins improve to 5-3. and three. Truly, as a quarterback brain here, Stone, that dude had everything working yesterday. Tua is in his bag right now. I mean, everything's coming out on time, in rhythm, to the right guys. When you have two receivers 
can go over 100 yards receiving in the same game. Most of the time, it'll look to a certain somebody. There's a common denominator. That's your quarterback. He's completely dialed in. You talk about completion percentage. We already went through his stats last week at Shred Day at I Think Financial. He's top five in every single one. God, and, and what they're able to dial up. What we haven't seen in the past is them go for the third and 13s, right? right. There's, there's a select, there's a handful of quarterbacks where you can say, hey, we're going to go for this. Or if they do, they're throwing these like bubble screens, sure. right? That's what I mean. Like, yeah, or it's a seven. You mean not throwing to the sticks. They're not throwing yeah, to the sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the past, the Dolphins have not been that team, right? It's always been Aaron Rodgers. It's guys like Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, where you know you can trust them not to turn the ball over. Slowly but surely, that's becoming the Miami Dolphins yep. and Tua and Tunga Bailoa. They have the utmost confidence in him. You can see it. The smiles on his face. He says he has a passion for the game. He's deep in his bag right now. The rust officially came off against Pittsburgh yeah, because did. there was none of it in existence yesterday. So that's my my most verified best moment of the weekend. My verified worst moment, Theo, yesterday, and I think Stone knows where I'm going with this. I tweeted about it at KLV1063. I wake up. After a very, very short amount of sleep after FAU took that ass from mm-hmm. UAB on Saturday night. And I get home. It's late. Sleep a couple hours. Of course, the kids want to wake up, and they're already up. And I don't know why they don't sleep in on weekends, but they sleep in on weekdays. Going to have to work on that. Uh, and so I'm up. I'm groggy. I'm like, oh, London football. Ugh. Russ against the Jaguars. But eh, fine, it's football. I totally forget. It's an ESPN Plus presentation. But me, I'm sleepy. I don't want to have to look at my phone to watch football. So I want to fire it up on the old smart TV in the Levicka household in northern Broward County, okay? Turns out, though, I haven't used the ESPN Plus app. ESPN app, period, on that TV. So it takes me three, kind of three total possessions to get the app. Have the app downloaded. Remember the username and password, because I don't need the username and password on my phone. I'm opening it all the time. I don't have to re-enter it. It takes me three possessions to get that, then get the app going, then get the game going, let the buffering happen, and then finally I can see in all its unimpeded tragic glory the Broncos and the Jaguars. Yeah, what? What were you thinking? Why I, would you work that hard to see Russell Wilson play football? I don't know. We've I talked have no about idea. This. But I totally forgot. Stone, did you remember that was an ESPN Plus game on a Sunday morning at 9.30? I did. I did. And, and, and Theo, you know, it really makes me sad to hear all this with Ken. And I was really disappointed when I had read, seen his Twitter, <laughs> because you know why? Some of my broadcasts are on ESPN Plus. No, but I don't where watch you, them on where, my TV. Where you Sorry. can tune in to me? Yeah. Apparently, you know, he hasn't even logged no, into the app. He didn't even the, try. He didn't even try to log into the app. So, so I've been calling these Division One football yes. games, right? Getting going in my career. This guy doesn't even log in. He don't even know right. it exists. He's not even tapped First in. First of all, know, shut up. <laughs> you know? Nobody in, <laughs> is more supportive of Stone Lebanowitz's <laughs> broadcast career, especially that. the TV side, than Stone. One thing I don't do, though, I'm one, I'm not home on Saturdays because I also am pursuing my Division I broadcasting right. career, you jackass. <laughs> so I don't, have, I don't have my television at my disposal when you're on ESPN+. Plus. Anytime I'm watching Stone Lebanowitz, it is on my phone. For sure. But I didn't want to do that on a Sunday morning. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do something for the family. Gonna put it on the old TV. Here's Russell <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> family did something for the family. There? In related news, <laughs> my wife said should, she yeah. wanted to divorce yeah, me yesterday. Really crazy. bizarre. Really <laughs> weird. Um, but it took three possessions for me to get that thing going. Like it's just, I don't know, man. There's too many apps. There's too many different ways now to watch the NFL. I want Sundays to be CBS and Fox, NBC on Sunday night. And ESPN on Monday night. Is this so hard? Now we've got Amazon Prime. Now we've got ESPN yeah. Plus. Uh, it's just, it's all too much. I heard Elon, much. Elon Musk was looking at trying to get Twitter 
Twitter blue uh, to get <laughs> to know, get uh, Wednesday night games. Here's on the problem. Blue. All the stuff that I throw at Elon Musk, and I can't stand the guy again because I think he's a phony. But if he put together a deal Uh-oh. where it's a Twitter-only broadcast of the NFL, say on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, <laughs> Twitter, you, Tuesday, you have to pay know. like $250 a year for it, you know what I'm probably doing? Yeah. Paying $250 yeah. a I love year that. for it. Want to know why? Because I'm a damn sucker. With no principles. I know you're a sucker because you were struggling to get get it together. You were fumbling through uh, phones and passwords. Or Russ. All to see Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Dare I say, though, in the second half, Russ wasn't cooking, but he was at least sous-chefing. Yeah. He was preparing the food. He was preparing, yeah. Yeah. He, he was... He was cutting. He was in the kitchen for sure. Yeah, he yeah. was boiling the water. He was, he, it was a rust sighting. He had bought the groceries. The he yeah. was in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. He was seasoning. <laughs> Russ was seasoning. He was seasoning. Didn't mm-hmm. quite get spicy, <laughs> yeah. but he at least was seasoning. All right, Theo. I've got my verifications on the best and worst moment of the weekend in sports. How about you? I, I have to, and it it hurts me to do this, but I have to go out on the ledge here. And put the blue check, the verified stamp, on those Buffalo Bills. Um, what they have, not just offensively, but defensively. And, and like in, in, on the Sunday Night Football broadcast, of course, the Bills against the Packers last night, which we've learned this year, it's not hard to beat the Packers. No. But, but the way in which the Bills just never seemed concerned at all. No. And the way in which the Packers seemed literally like, oh, it, it almost felt like one of those games where it's like App State versus Georgia. And App State Everything is like, has to be perfect yeah, for and, App State, and Georgia can just sort of <laughs> lackadaisically meander around yeah. the field. And, it, and it's like App State's like, okay, we just want to compete. And the way they kept talking, on Sunday Night uh-huh. Football, they were literally talking about how Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers just want to show some effort out there. Think about we, it. We this know is we're the not two-time win. MVP. <laughs> Who, like, two years ago, they were a play away from the Super Bowl. Uh, and last year were the Super Bowl favorites. Now it's, oh, we just want to compete. We just want to come out there and compete, show some effort. The Packers were down by like 17 and they're running the ball as if they're coached by Arthur Smith. It was <laughs> the way that the Bills beat the Packers into submission within the first 10 minutes of that game was frightening. And not only was it frightening, I think it was a continued verification on primetime television yep. that this is the best team in football mm. not the eagles not my chiefs but that bills team with that defensive front with von miller who is still somehow we need to check that i dude. know i know we need to go in his locker room and and open up that locker and see what the heck he's been using because i don't understand how he's still he's giving me flashbacks of back when i was a panthers fan yeah. and oh. he ruined my chance at a super bowl mm. the, what the bills are doing and I don't even think the Chiefs did this. They had a high-flying offense, but they remember the first couple of years, they yeah, the struggled defense defensively. Was, yeah. What the Bills are doing, they are making it easy in the way that the uh, Brady-Belichick Patriots made it look easy when they were at the height of their powers. Yeah. Where every single Sunday, you just knew that they were going to win by double digits and everything was elementary and they were going to get plays made. I mean, the first touchdown pass for the Bills last night, is Josh Allen, after a ridiculous sideline run to set up first and goal, he's in the grasp of a defender, just looks to the end zone, and just sort of half from his chest flicks the football to Dawson Knox yeah. for a two-yard touchdown. It's and crazy. Dawson Knox just easily catches it, punches the ball in the air, and walks to the sideline. Everything, it, it, the Bills are just a different speed 
and a different ability level than everybody else. And nobody wants to get in front of Josh Allen when he crosses no. the line of scrimmage. Hell no. He oh, himself man. is a Mack truck. What he's able to do is Stephon Diggs. You know, we talk about all the time guys need to bring in receivers. Like, it can literally change your entire career. The fact that he has Stephon Diggs out there, yeah. they're untouchable. And I think what separates them from the Chiefs or from these Eagles, and I know Jalen Hurts likes to use his legs, but 50 yards rushing last night for Josh Allen, like he's able to take some of these third downs where they're in trouble and just do it himself. He's a, I, this, this Bills team's too good to watch. It's crazy. They did. I will say, though, I will say, Aaron Rodgers, good teams, uh, what is it? Good teams win, great teams cover. They did cover that 10.5 point <laughs> spread, which is important for a lot Whoa. of people out there. Oh, I don't Aaron think Rogers that's the actual saying, though. 10.5 <laughs> Great teams <laughs> cover? It. Yeah, it's good teams win, but great teams cover. That's for gamblers. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what that's, that's for. That's D-Gen slang, but that is yeah, the that's same. Not, that's not for head coaches of football teams. No, that's not. That's not what Matt Lafleur is uh, preaching in the locker room after the game. Congrats to Packers fans and Stone on the cover <laughs> yeah. last night. What about your your? What are you putting the check mark next to when it comes to your verified worst moment of the sports weekend? Josh Gaddis, um, oh, the Miami yeah. Hurricanes offense, Mario Cristobal, whoever you want to put the blame on. I'm gonna go ahead and just solidify that. I don't care who it is. I mean. Pick your poison. I'll solidify that. I'll verify that this Miami Hurricanes offense, 14-12, four-overtime win against Virginia on the road. And I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a second of the game. I was working. I was getting my stuff together. I'll be honest, you didn't miss a damn thing. Oh, of course I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was unwatchable. It was unwatchable. But Jake when, Garcia? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But when I, when I saw the 14-12, the at first I didn't see it was four overtime. So I was like, 14-12, okay, they won a defensive struggle. They got a couple touchdowns out <laughs> oh, of it. Oh, that didn't even tell the I said, story. <laughs> I said, that's pretty incredible. Then somewhere I'm scrolling on Twitter, I see four overtime. I'm like, well, how do you have a four-overtime game in which you score 14 points and win? Mm-hmm. And then I, then I went back and saw. And... I don't. I didn't watch the full game. I watched the highlights of it and I, well, the lowlights of it. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, a bunch of third down, uh, batted down passes, and <laughs> and um, and, and it, I just don't know. Again, the future is bright. All right, you got the McLean kid. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have this great recruiting deal. class. It's a huge deal. You have the great recruiting class. People still believe, obviously, and the NIL deals are working out for the Can Miami McLean future. play wide receiver? <laughs> play any damn position he wants. I don't know. At this point. We might have to treat him like Travis Hunter. Just, hey, you get on the field and, and you <laughs> do, do what you want to do. Please. <laughs> but it is, it's it's concerning. It's concerning to the extent that, remember, we were parading about the Josh Gaddis hire in the offseason, talking about how he's the assistant of the year, Broyles, Broyles award winner, uh, coached up that Michigan offense that looked so good. It just is so different right now. Are they are they even running an offense, or is it just random plays right now? Like, there is nothing that looks like it's setting up anything. There is nothing that looks like there's an actual vision for yeah. how that offense should look. It doesn't look like Josh Gaddis is running an offense. He's just rolling the ball out there and saying, ah, try. It's full experiment mode at this point, <laughs> and especially when you have an offensive coordinator come down from the booth and coach from the sideline, and call plays from the sideline. FAU did that this weekend, too. Because he has no trust in Jay Garcia, and he needs to be in his ear after every single drive. So it just kind of tells you what kind of week of practice they had, what confidence he has in his starting quarterback. So they're full-blown experimenting right now, trying to figure things out, and because of that, they're double-digit underdogs to Florida State at home. That is sick. That is sick. The Canes, in a win, were unwatchable on Saturday. 
What are you verifying as your best and worst sports moments of the weekend? What are you putting that check mark on? The free check mark before you have to pay Elon Musk $20 a month for it. What are you certifying, verifying as the best and worst sports moments of the weekend? 888-760-3776. I've got Tua, who, by the way, at the midway point of the season, is the number one rated passer in the entire damned NFL. And uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell have the most combined yards of any two receivers in the history of the Super Bowl era of the NFL. But me, Tua. Verified best moment of the weekend. Me, worst verified moment of the weekend, having to load up the old ESPN app (laughs) to watch some Sunday morning London football Mm. with Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, who, by the way, bad. As for Theo, his best moment of the weekend, verified. Again, checkmark right there, the Bills. They just make everything look so easy. Worst, everything Kane's offense. Because, again, it'll make your eyes bleed. What was your verified best and worst moment of the sports weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Well, you need to see an expert in the field. That's where Baptist Health Orthopedic Care comes in. A team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. What was your verified best moment of the sports weekend and your verified worst moment of the sports weekend? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV1063. When we return, Stone gives us what he's checkmarking as his best and worst moments of the sports weekend. Also, it's Halloween, and I'm going to have a very special guide. We're going to put together a very special guide about how you should traverse through your Halloween, uh, Halloween candy, especially if you have small children. He's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. What I think is increasingly clear with the Bills, since we were talking about the Bills, Theo says that was his verified best moment of the sports weekend, is just watching the Bills and realizing, man, are they ridiculous. They have a much more significant margin of error than any other team in the league. I think that's what sets them apart. And I know, like, I guess you could put the Chiefs in that spot, but we've seen them get picked off a couple of times. The Bills, they could still, even in the postseason, have a bad game and figure it out because they have everything. Yeah, the two differences, I think, between the Bills and the Chiefs are Stefan Diggs. Like, having a guy like that on the outside that can win against man coverage, could really win in zone, like, any time. And the difference between Josh Mahomes – or. Ooh, that would be a great player. Josh Mahomes would be Ooh, the greatest player, like God mode greatest player in football history. <laughs> that would be sick. But the difference between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes is, at the very least, 
when when the Chiefs spread you out and Mahomes gets on the run, he might scamper for 10, 15 yards. Like, yeah, but Josh Allen is such a weapon in these third and shorts, fourth and shorts, in any situation when he's rolling with the ball because he can also run over your linebacker. Right, he'll tank you. So it's like that element is just something you can't replicate. Now, again, he'll miss some throws. He'll miss a guy like what he did in Hard Rock Stadium against the Dolphins and lose the game. He'll, he missed some guys on Sunday Night Football, but mm-hmm. how much does it matter? Because like you said, that margin for error is huge, Yeah, especially uh, amongst the whole football game. Like He'll miss one or two throws, but then he'll also run for 50 yards and throw four touchdowns. It's just it's incredible, but uh, still, still, Chiefs Kingdom is not worried. I'm just worried. Yeah, yeah Theo's like, just worried. Chiefs Kingdom me, as a whole are stable. Yeah, Theo, not so much. Me personally, I'm nervous. Yeah. So the uh, the Bills are are big money right now. And speaking of big money, Underdog Fantasy, UnderdogFantasy.com, my fantasy, it's the best fantasy. In fact, I saw Theo yesterday retweeting someone uh, who had gone five for five in their high-low and made $500 yeah. off of that. I'm telling you, that's all it takes. You hit five high lows on Underdog Fantasy, and you can have 500 right in your account mm. immediately. Underdog Fantasy, Stone plays it, I play it, Stone's won, I've won. Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Get the app. This is the new age of fantasy. There are dozens of games you can play on a nightly basis, all separate. Uh, tonight, you've got Monday Night Football, a couple of games off of Monday Night Football with Underdog Fantasy. World Series, Game 3 tonight, a couple of baseball fantasy games there. You can get ready for the college football weekend. You have the high-low. You have the head-to-head. All of these with Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. It's never a dull moment with Underdog Fantasy, and it's very rare that you're going to have an extended losing moment with Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Help yourself. Get that deposit doubled up to $100. That's all it takes is to use the promo code WESTPALM and get your Underdog Fantasy account doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, and the free Underdog Fantasy app. All right. Elon Musk says, hey, if you want to keep your check mark on Twitter, probably going to have to start paying me $20 a month. Lame. So we're going to verify, put check marks for free on the best and worst sports moments of the weekend. I say Tua's my best. My worst is the ESPN Plus NFL presentation yesterday morning. The actual presentation was fine. Getting there was what was problematic. For Theo, the Bills, check mark. Ooh. Best moment. Worst moment, everything Josh Gattis' Miami offense. Just absolutely dreadful. Stone, how about you? Because I know you were busy in your first ever matrimony experience. Not you. You weren't the one getting married, but you were watching somebody yeah. become betrothed. What was your best and worst sports moment of the weekend? All right, this one was easy for me. I, I, I'm still at a loss for words. I'm still shook. But Theo, I don't know if you had seen it, but I'd imagine that pretty much everybody out there has seen it. But Mr. Ross Chastain at Martinsville Speedway <laughs> Saturday, right? I'm going NASCAR. What he did, I think, just absolutely shocked the entire sports world. The verified best moment by far. So I believe he's sitting in ninth. He was sitting in tenth. He was in tenth place. He was sitting in tenth place in this last lap. Now, he needed to finish in the top five to advance to the NASCAR championship. Which is, the, which is four drivers, yep. right? Which is four drivers. So everyone's got their spot. This guy gets on the mic, where do I need to be? Right, with two laps to go. And he comes down the mic, or his team comes down the mic and says, anything, five or, any, five or better. Right? So then he goes radio silent. He turns off his mic. This guy then proceeds, on the very last lap and on the third and fourth turn, drop his car into fifth gear and just completely ride the wall catapulting himself into fifth place, 
passing Denny Hamlin about a foot and a half before the checkered flag. And Denny Hamlin was in line to make this final four. <laughs> in line to he make was the right final four. there. All he needed was another six feet. Mm. And this guy, Ross Chastain, who was a watermelon farmer, I believe, three or four years ago. Yeah, in the state of Florida. Had three wins in his entire career, was going to eventually get bumped out of NASCAR, decides, let me drop my car into fifth gear, completely risk my entire life, my entire career, my entire car, and ride the wall of a move that he has never pulled off or nobody's ever pulled off. I only did that when I was a kid playing Days of Thunder on Nintendo. <laughs> I would just ride the wall, bang up the car, and pass opponents <laughs> in the wall. This dude did it in real life on a track where the highest speeds, because Martinsville is small, yep. are like, what, 140, 145 miles an hour? This dude's trucking along the wall at like 200 miles an hour on the final lap to try and pick off fourth place, which he got. Which he got. So he said he completely let go of the steering wheel after he dropped into fifth gear and he had his pedal all the way down to the floor in hopes that something good would come out of it. Again, like I said, risking his entire life. <laughs> Catapults into fifth place. Shocks the entire NASCAR world. I'd say shocks the entire sports world. It is better than any Hail Mary. It's better than any half court, full court. It's better than any bottom of the ninth home run, yeah. honestly, that I've ever seen in the world of sports. Now, I'm no NASCAR aficionado. I'm no racing <laughs> aficionado. No, but... If you look at it, the visual of this, everybody's going about the same speed, mm -hmm. and then there's this psychopath <laughs> whose car is just banging into the wall over and over again, going double the speed of everybody else, and he's going so fast he lost his brakes, and so he slams yep. into the guy in front of him as he crosses the finish line. <laughs> this guy is an absolute psychopath. I So I'll be honest with you guys. Stone, you sent that video to me yeah. and Ken, right? And I watched, and first off, I pulled it up, and, and again, from my background, I, I'm not a NASCAR guy either, but I did cover NASCAR, some stuff, when I was in South Georgia. For Contractually three obligated it yes. as it being in that state. I had to call a lot of NASCAR highlights and stuff on TV, which, you know, went one way or the other sometimes. I'd get some calls afterwards like, hey, that's not his name. And I'm like, well, you know what? Hey, what's the guy? <laughs> this one guy's name is, uh, oh, man, I used to always struggle with it. Last name was... Keselowski or Brad yeah. Keselowski. Mm -hmm. Brad Keselowski. Mm -hmm. I got so many calls about Brad Keselowski yeah. in my first couple of years. I'm like a 22 year old black dude from Houston. <laughs> I was going to say. Me to know let that me guess. Name. These calls to the TV station were quite numerous, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Get his name right. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why are you youngster <laughs> not able to pronounce Keselowski? So now I do know how to say Brad Keselowski, yeah. and I'll never forget it. But. That, that alone, I knew I wasn't going to get what was happening, so I watched that video, and I still didn't understand how impressive it was until you guys described it now, and it I watched it again. It doesn't look real. It is kind of weird, but I thought I, I thought maybe when I saw it that other people had done that before. I didn't know it was also unprecedented. Now, I think part of it, and the way it was explained to me, is that it's been attempted on larger tracks, where it's like the two-and-a-half-mile ovals, and so everybody's going like 220, like, yeah. you know, it's uh, you're at least hitting your high speed, so it's not that noticeable. This track, <laughs> everybody's going like 140, 150, and this dude's going like <laughs> damn near 200 miles an hour, yeah. passing How everybody so, in the last so gasp, desperate This attempt. is a dumb question, too. But how was he able to make his car go faster against the wall than the cars that weren't against the wall 
Like, because why couldn't they go faster? It's, it's propelling. Yeah. It's basically taking the resistance out of it. Right. You've got it in fifth gear. It's wide open. You've got the pedal to the floor. And he wasn't steering the car. He's exactly. basically momentum. He just is letting it hit. Yeah, the wall is giving it the momentum to sort of slingshot him around. What? Literally, so, so the wall is helping him. So, yeah, he's in that dropping spot. in the gear, letting go of the steering wheel, and basically just riding against the wall. And yeah. once it hit that turn, it did propel him. He, I think he finished with the top speed on that last lap of 112. Yeah, and the fastest somebody was going was I think 100 miles know, an hour. I know I'm giving all the wrong yeah. like speed because I don't know like the top speed I think of those stock are, cars. Right, like right. 220 is probably more indie car than, <laughs> for sure. Uh, than He's going five, four. So, <laughs> like, yeah, he was so, going 700 miles an hour. Yeah, so he topped out at 112 miles an hour. The only person was going 100. It was only one other person yeah. on that last lap. And he sat the track yep. record for uh, for a lap. single lap yeah. by doing that Eight. by a whole like four tenths of a second. So people mm-hmm. should do this more. 18 seconds. Well, had, that's the thing. But it's extraordinarily dangerous what he's doing. If you hit the wall wrong if there's a part of the wall that's jutting out and you hit that and he got lucky he didn't i mean your car is disintegrated and you're spun out and god knows who you're taking with you yeah and you might injure oh. yourself yeah. so he this risked, was he really risked his the, life and, and he said afterwards my brain is like scrambled right now the g-forces on that and the constant pounding against the wall messed him up pretty bad he said it, he went into yeah, he, a blur he didn't know what was going on and he was just hoping that he finished correctly and he said he was watching the jumbotron as he was on the wall and he saw like his thing. It was really cool what he spoke about. But then there was a guy, Joey what? Logano, a guy who's also in the championship, who had said, first of all, we have to make a rule. Yes, yes. this was awesome. You cannot do that. But yeah. we cannot be doing this. That rule's going to come today. It will come today because <laughs> they, we can't be coming to the last lap and here's six or seven people <laughs> riding the wall, around the wall going 112 that would miles be, an hour. That would be but incredibly dangerous. What was dangerous. so annoying is people like, oh, uh, Ross Chastain should be embarrassed. Like, I I don't watch NASCAR. I don't know a damn thing about NASCAR. I know more about Formula One than I do NASCAR. But I do know that what Ross, Chas- Ross Chastain did yesterday, when it, w- it was one of the coolest damn things I've ever seen in sports Period. Let alone car racing, and then oh, he should be ashamed of himself. Oh, that's not fair. Oh, uh, that's that should be outlawed. No, idiot. It got dopes like me and Stone and Theo. Like holy hell, that's amazing. That was great for NASCAR. Great for NASCAR, and I would love, love, love to play the audio. Right, they stuck a mic right in front of his face, and what this dude had to say as far as why he did it. This is it, great. It blew my mind even more. Here's Ross Chastain explaining why he decided to ride the wall in fifth gear to not even win the race to finish fourth yesterday at Martinsville. How did you ever dream up a scenario where something like that would be what you needed to do and that it would work? Oh, played a lot of NASCAR 2005 on the GameCube with Chad growing up and uh, <laughs> you could get away with it. And I never knew if it would actually work and I've... I mean, I've done, I did that when I was eight years old, and um, I grabbed fifth gear. I asked off the two um, on the last lap if, if we needed it, and we did. I couldn't tell who was leading, and uh, I just made the choice. I grabbed fifth gear down the back and full committed. Um, once I got against the wall, I basically let go of the wheel. And just hoped I didn't catch the, the turn four access gate or something crazy, but I was willing to do it. Just hope I didn't die. Hope I didn't head yeah, the access gate. This dude said, oh, well, Man. when I was eight... On GameCube in 2005 playing NASCAR, I did it there. So, hell, in real life, in a chase for a NASCAR (laughs) championship, might as well give it a go. (laughs) That is psychopath behavior Mm. from Ross Chastain, (sighs) and it's awesome. So the video games really are messing up these kids. That's what you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> for all the talk about like Mortal Kombat and all these shooter games and all bad influence on kids, the only documented evidence of that 
is Ross Chastain, yeah. fifth guaranteed in the wall at Martinsville. Yeah, and with all oh. of this happening, he had said, too, that I was on the cusp of kind of getting, not kicked out, but you just get cut off of NASCAR. Like you lose your payment, you lose yeah. your sponsors, you don't get the inflow of right. money, all that so stuff. If he, he wasn't winning. He, he wasn't winning, he hadn't been winning. Maybe so, he can charge for verification on Twitter. So if he Boom, didn't do that, he would not be a NASCAR driver at the moment right now. So just for me to comprehend that in the most important moment of this guy's career, his entire <laughs> life, you know, he, he's worked at this probably since he was a young boy, young teenager. He said, you know what? Screw it. I put my blood, sweat, and tears in this. I'm going to risk my literal life and ride the wall going 112 miles an hour. Let's do it. And now this guy's got, I'm, I want a jersey. I, I texted like, Ken last night, I think at midnight, and said, all I want to do right now is, is drink a, a beer jersey? with yeah. Ross Chastain. Awesome. They don't have jerseys, dude. It's like suits. No, you yeah. can get his jersey. It's got moose on the front. I think you yeah, raised it's like, it's, like, it's like a, a jersey. What Ross Chastain did is the equivalent of me. Say someone at ESPN West Palm and said, Ken, we're going to have to cancel the show unless you get something that goes incredibly viral <laughs> worldwide or we're going to have to let you go. What Ross Chastain did is like the equivalent of me swimming across the Intracoastal, mm. walking down to Mar-a-Lago, scaling the wall, getting into the compound, and then getting an exclusive interview with an unsuspecting Donald Trump in his bedroom. Nice. Like, that's the and I want the Secret Service to know I would absolutely never do that, <laughs> yeah. okay? That was me just presenting a hypothetical. That was a joke. I know they don't joke around about stuff like that, but that's the equivalent of that. Yeah. What Ross Chastain did yesterday. Verified. That's a hell of a verified best moment, and thus concludes the only time we'll ever talk NASCAR <laughs> here on Ken LeVick Unless Alive. he wins the Hope you enjoy it in that same manner. Yeah. In that same He's manner. He's got to keep risking his yeah. life to get, yeah. to get plays yeah. on yeah. Ken LeVick Alive. That, that car may have to damn fly across the finish <laughs> line. Uh, what about your verified worst moment of the sports weekend, Stone? <clears throat> Another one that's easy for me here, and that would be Mr. DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers scoring what, what would be a Hail Mary, <laughs> the go-ahead Hail Mary to win the game. What do you do? You celebrate with the homies, right? They rush the field, but oh, wait, takes his helmet off. Ends up getting an unsportsmanlike conduct, backing Eddie Pinheiro yeah. up, who then misses. 48-yard extra point. The extra point. Yeah, well, and then they eventually go on to lose. I could just oh, double down with on. Eddie Pinheiro missing another kick you in go. overtime to do it. But if DJ Moore would have never taken his helmet off, which I don't agree with the call. I hate that. I hate that. Like, so, come on. So that would be my verified worst moment because Carolina, the NFC South is just kind of just up in the air right now. And for them to win that game, it would have been huge. Kept Atlanta out of first place. Tampa struggling. But an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty after probably was the biggest catch of his career. I think it's bogus. But That's also, the worst moment. make the damn kick. Yeah, I was about to it's say. It's 48 like, yards. You're in the NFL. It was in order. No, it was a 48-yard field goal. And then he got another shot at it in overtime, which mm -hmm. was like damn near extra point length. It was what, 30? Yeah. 30-yard. like It was like a 37-yarder. Make the field goal. Mm -hmm. Make the field goal. But also, let's pump the brakes. Let's, let's revert it back. Let's not forget, like, DJ Moore wants a new quarterback. So why else do you think he took that helmet off to get the unsportsmanlike to force overtime to potentially lose that game? He Higher may, pick. He's looking at he, – I he hear watched, you. He saw Saturday. He watched college football I think the Saturday. Panthers have their quarterback. <sighs> My dog, PJ? Baker Mayfield has said it. PJ's a dude, He man. said PJ's he's playing good. his ass off, and he deserves to go out there each and every Sunday. PJ's good. He, PJ should be the starter for the Panthers – this year. If the Dolphins wanted P.J. to be the backup over Teddy, I'd do that in, in a country second. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I, I definitely would. That ball floated the, 70. What is the country? I don't know. It's a country minute. I yeah, don't know. country mile is what they usually oh, say. Oh, country mile. Yeah. Oh, it is country mile. I'd also country. do it in a country second. <laughs>
But that ball floated 70 <laughs> yards in the air. Honestly, and you saw Patrick Mahomes, your your Chiefs Kingdom quarterback, say, "Hey, this yeah. is the best throw of the year so far." It was amazing. And and I, I disagree with the unsportsmanlike because, first of all, you're, it's it, a stupid rule. It, I mean, obviously, it's the stupidest rule there is. But you're not putting anybody in harm's way, right? The only people that were together in his circle were his teammates. They were celebrating. It most likely is the go ahead and the old classic. This game's not about you, referee. I feel that way. Like, don't make yeah. that call. Don't yeah. ruin the game. You can't. Yes. You're not that guy. Yeah, it is not about you. That's extremely, extremely well put. What is your verified best moment of the sports weekend and your verified worst moment of the sports weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open. At KLV1063. We have a hell of a lot to do until 2 o'clock. Stick with us, won't you? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Alive on ESPN 1063. Halloween on a Monday is such a letdown. Such a letdown. Buzzkill. I, I just why why didn't all the communities around here have trick-or-treating on Saturday or Friday? We gotta come together, that's the problem. You gotta be on one accord. Everyone's so divided that we can't even come up with a weekend <laughs> trick or treating plan. And that's what's sick, right? I, I might run for city council. Where I was, <laughs> you're already aren't you already ready on the uh, housing board? Yeah, I'm on the HOA. How's that going for you? Like that HOA board getting yelled at every day? Well, you I'll like you, that? We, we had that budget meeting last month. <laughs> Did you did you tell them that you no longer eat cereal because they bumped the price up fifty cents? Oh, I, I, yeah. Look, we're yeah, all right. trying to pinch pennies around here. All right, guys? I, I understand what it's Prince. like to have money problems. I don't even eat cereal anymore because of tight oh, checkbooks. Man. Hey, we're working hard on that HOA board, man. Um, uh, speaking of cereal, by the way, um, uh, Theo revealed to us early in the show that just out of principle, he no longer eats cereal because yeah. in college. Up in Hampton, Virginia, he would religiously eat the uh, peanut butter Captain Crunch. Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch, peanut butter crunch. Man. Yeah, okay, uh, best ever. And and it went up fifty cents, and so he stopped buying it, and he hasn't eaten cereal since. He not only turned his back on Quaker Oats and their peanut butter Captain Crunch, Captain peanut crunch, butter crunch. You got to get it butter right. Crunch. That's, <laughs> see, that's probably why they raised the price because marketing. They need to market more because uh-huh. guys like no. you can't get the uh-huh. name. They right. went to Captain Crunch all berries, and that's where they had to raise the price. They took out the way, little peanut butter. Nobody things. likes berry cereal. That's weird. That's, berry cereal not is right. the worst. Nobody likes berry cereal, right. and I think you could put grape nuts. In that conversation too, because grape nuts are straight flaming trash. Is that the, um, the <laughs> nobody crunch, likes grape nuts? The crunch. What was grape nuts? No, grape nuts is grapes with like nut stuff around it. Yeah, like granola. I haven't yeah, experienced it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's like some good. It's bad. <laughs> and some people try to warm it up. Even worse. Oh. Yeah, not good. Warm, <laughs> warm grape nuts. We're yeah. anti cereal here. <laughs> we are anti cereal here. So, so. No, I don't. I'm not anti cereal. I have had raisin brand. I had raisin brand a couple years ago. That's not good either. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> why are you doing that? Razor Brand is kind of solid. <laughs> yeah, what do you think we were going to be like? Oh, yeah, we were like, oh, I thought yeah, y'all going to be Jump on the Raisin Brand oh, train. Let me go to Bingo Hall tomorrow and, and see if I can get some people on board. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> those are the honey, that, those are the honey <laughs> that Cheerio crowd. How about some <laughs> Raisin Brand? <laughs> <laughs> where are my brand brothers at? Carmus, uh, uh, he tweets in, Wow, Theo even has a weak cereal game. What? He, after. Is that the same guy? After you're revealed. It, 
get his top two. <laughs> ask him. Ask him. I want you to ask him. Hey, Theo, respected member of the television community, what are your favorite two candies on Halloween? Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> he looks disappointed already. I've heard but bad I, things. I think you'll you'll rock with it though. I think you'll rock All with right. it. Number one, dots. Number two, Mike and Ike's. Dots are good. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, but to be honest with you, it says a lot about you. A lot of like alarming things. Well, how does this he's basic? Well, it's more That's than basic. basic. It's like it's like you've lived in a bunker or you've been held <laughs> captive for yeah. like 25 years of your life. It's like you got kidnapped, and that's how you acquired the taste for dots. And and you came out, and the first thing you had a bite of was Mike and Ike's. And we were like, whoa, but all of us. (laughs) My mind is blown. It's poverty candy, dude. Dude, it's it's totally poverty candy. Mike and Ike's saltwater taffy. Like, Mike and Ike's hasn't, like, evolved. Like, they still put out the same box because I'm sure corporate and them were like, hey, we're not going to sell anymore. We're not going to sell any We've less. We've just got like, all this extra goose in and around. Yeah. So put it in the box <laughs> and, and sell it. Why like, you fix what's not broken? Like, exactly. That's what they are when, when you see these other candy brands evolving, right? They're going on. They're collabing, right? You got the Twix they're and Bob <laughs> getting together. Oh, tape. Now yeah. you got the Lex, left Twix and the right Twix. Uh, like, things are happening in the world and you're still <laughs> buying Mike and Ike's. Maybe yeah. it's because they're the cheapest, Ken. No, I do like the candy collabs. They, but fine. you know what? You know what? Mike and Ike's have not really changed their price like that. No, but think about it. You can put M and M's in like a trail mix. You can put M and M's in a cookie. Mm-hmm. You can do a whole bunch of stuff with M and M's. It's versatile. There's it's collabs. It's, it's like Nicki Minaj. It shows up everywhere. Exactly. But then, exactly. but then, uh, Mike and Ike's. You can't put that in anything. There's no Mike and Ike cookie. Hey, you There's put no in, Mike and Ike oh, trail mix. Oh, I'm sorry that I can't put my candy in a cookie. It's uh, chocolate. <laughs> You're talking about chocolate candy. I'll put it like this. If I, oof, that's tough. Yeah, See? I, there's not, there's not much I can. I, I just feel bad. I right. can't believe that you did that. Right. Well, so if it makes you feel any better, I, I would don't rather eat much candy as much. I would rather walk up to somebody's house and be given like a bar mix, like some peanuts and like the little bread, little crisps, <laughs> and I would rather have a handful <laughs> of those. You know, did like he say bar bread. Mix? Yeah, I think you know, you say you know bread. When, bread. You know, when they excuse pay, me, can I have a piece of Wonder I, Bread? <laughs> trick or treat. No. <laughs> when, you, when you get bar mix, you know, there's always or checks mix. There's always that one little <laughs> piece of bread that you know you love. It's like the the, oh, the best part of it. Oh, the crunchy the thing. Crunch, yeah. yeah. What is it's that like called? A, it's not a piece it's of. It's bread. not a crouton. No, it's not a crouton. It's like a flat cracker thing. Exactly. But it's crispier than a cracker. I would rather walk up to somebody's house and have them pour checks mix in my hand than I would than I would. Mike and Ike or Dots, uh, I, for sure. So, I hear you, right? Because you don't want Mike and Ike's poured into your hand because you get a little warm and it might get sticky. It's a yeah. sticky situation. No, right? I would just throw them all in my mouth. I'm not. I, I waste wouldn't. no time. Be careful. It might be rainbow fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. You can't just be accepting Mike and Ike's yeah. strangers. Yeah. yeah. Be careful, kids. Drug dealers across the country are going to be giving away yeah, for their free night. their rainbow fentanyl to your child. This you might as night. well not go out tonight. Be- because Fox News said so. Uh-huh. Rainbow uh. fentanyl. You never mind making $5,000 on the street. <laughs> Here, four-year-old, take it. Creating oh. havoc. Ernesto's in Boynton. What's up, Ernesto? Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Uh, let's start with the verified, what happened this week. And, yeah, you can put the bills in field. You better put a little note on that. That's the team that you guys are going to have to beat. All right? That's the team. Again. That, That's cool. Yeah. That, I, I, I don't see you guys being that undefeated or, or being unstoppable. 13 I see seconds, Buffalo baby. 13 seconds. That's all we yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I, I need, thought, too. Well, all right. <laughs> all right and, my, and also Me verified in the, in the, yeah, that, 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 that uh, NASCAR move. That is kind of a childhood thing that I was doing, and uh, I did that in, in uh, what was that, NASCAR, I think it was? Yeah. What, what, what was that game? And 
Oh my God! I, I pulled that off in NASCAR. I did. That was a dream move, and that was something I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dream of doing that for life. That was a great life. move. And verified in terms of verified in terms of football wise, yeah, the Giants need a receiver. That's the reason why we lost. Uh, we don't have a number one. We need a number one. Giants, please get a number one. DJ Go get Elijah one. Moore. That DJ, can't hurt. Yeah, DJ, be one of the yeah. Moors. Yes, yes. Appreciate it, yeah. Ernesto. The more, the merrier. Yeah. Hey, if they go get DJ Moore and Elijah Moore, the Giants would actually be a problem. I don't know if they can afford they would it have with the a draft lot capital. More. I think it's just nothing. And think no- about the New York Post. The headlines <laughs> of New York City yeah. will yeah, be I was waiting for Stone. Stone just went on with his he point. Just going, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's unfaced. Well, I mean, there's, I, I, I <laughs> was going to say there's nothing getting in Geno Smith's way at the moment right now. It doesn't matter who he's playing, no matter whose yeah, defense. That's pretty good. Geno's going to Geno, and he's talking about that MVP. Or I guess comeback player of the year. Either way, he's going to find oh, I himself. I think it's clinched already. Yeah, I think come it back. is too. Um, uh, when we come back, by the way, this reminded me. How are things going in that uh, Jets offensive room? Well, Elijah Moore, he has some thoughts about Zach Wilson. And by thoughts, I mean just barely a thought. <laughs> He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.